we're back. We are. Um, I still don't have a name for our month of October Halloween related. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, uh, a listener wrote in and because we were talking about what to name the month, right? And they were like, "Doesn't it have a name, October?" <laughs> I was like, "That's not the point." <laughs> right? I mean, they listened, but they didn't hear us. Yeah, for the but you didn't understand my soul. <laughs> right. I was trying they... to name it <laughs> as because mm-hmm. we're doing Halloween related stuff. Yeah, yeah. So two episodes this month. Yeah. This episode is the Eureka Springs zombie invasion yes. mm-hmm. um, with Jeff Danos. But then, and unfortunately, the next episode won't come out until almost the very end of their season. Mm-hmm. But we did that interview with the Expelled. The Expelled. Whoo. So go experience the scariest haunted house in yes. northwest Arkansas, in Arkansas, I think. Uh-huh. And uh, then come back and decompress by listening to how that haunted house came to be. Right. Uh, even on a dry run, it wasn't. It was unnerving a yeah. little bit. We went with no actors in the building, <laughs> no. and I didn't want to be in there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was very disturbing. I put on like I was having a good time, but I had a good time. But for but, yeah. so yeah, no, it, it was in, <laughs> it was enjoyable. Yep. I like. I don't like scary no. stuff at all no. so they gave us our very own daniel night <laughs> yes they did the the, the pansiest <laughs> night of them all uh-huh. um but for a more family-friendly experience uh the eureka Springs zombie crawl mm-hmm. invasion and that's an all-day event on the, the 26th. 26th yeah so i will be there and heather will be there um aaron will be popping in and out he has yeah. to attend a wedding i'm in a wedding Mm-hmm. So um, he'll be in and around that day. But October 26th at Eureka Springs. And it's an all-day thing. Like, there's mm-hmm. uh, thriller dance classes in the park. There's <laughs> concerts. I think mm-hmm. there's a movie-watching thing. Like, there's just a huge list of stuff. Yeah. Um, you can get your face painted like a zombie. Like, just tons of things to do. There's even actually trick-or-treating the night before. So if you're coming into town and, you know, you have a hotel room or whatever, which if you didn't already get it, you're not getting one. Good luck, yeah. Um, but there's trick or treating the night before, and, you're, and Eureka Springs is just a cool town. We talk oh, about yeah. it, so mm-hmm. uh, we're super excited to see you guys there. We're super excited to talk to you about how your costume came to be, um, and just like uh, it's just going to be an incredible event. And it's last year had like almost fifteen thousand yeah. people in the town that there's normally a, has two thousand people. Yes, largest zombie crawl per capita in the U.S. Yeah, I think uh, I think we say that. You say that. It's it's a big big deal. And, yeah. yeah. And Jeff is pretty, uh, he's pretty humble about that. Oh, yeah. Know? Yeah. Just a thing he started with his friends. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that, that grew to be something huge. Mm-hmm. Um, we should, uh, oh, so a couple times we've talked about having music like in the yes. Ishpoint. Yes. And another listener, Will, sent us some music. And so the Ishpoint this week has music. Yeah. Um, and it's thanks to Will. So thanks, thanks Will. Will. Yeah. We really that appreciate was awesome. it. Yeah. Um, it's really good. <laughs> I've listened to it like too many times, like, you know, for uh-huh. it to just be like a, like a, not a jingle, but like a riff kind of thing. Right, right. Um, yeah, I've listened to it a lot. It's just, it's super catchy. Uh, I think we should probably thank our patrons. Do our uh, thank yous mm-hmm. and appreciations um, of our patrons. So. Take it from the top. All right. Thank you, Cindy, Jeremy, Catherine, Brian, Jennifer, Travis, Tyler, Lindsay, Jesse, Sean, Holly Hill, James, Allison, and Brian. 
Thanks, Thank guys. Thank you. Yep. You are our biggest fans. It's thanks to you guys and yes. listeners like you that keeps us on the air. Mm-hmm. And we are your biggest fans. <laughs> that, that, that's true. <laughs> um, there are a couple patrons who still haven't sent me physical Ooh. addresses, so I'm still sitting on a stack of coasters. Mm-hmm. You know who you are. That need to be mailed out. So if you haven't yep. received a coaster and that's you're a patron why. member... Mm-hmm send me your email will be super helpful mm-hmm. um the other thing is go to www.lookwhatidid.net to see photos of past guests and because we're doing because we did this interview before the zombie crawl we don't have photos of the zombie crawl mm-hmm. so after the 26th we'll add photos back in from us yes. being there yes. so that'll be cool mm-hmm. um let's talk about reviews oh we should talk about we should reviews. get some yeah Get some recruitment for reviewment. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> is that a word? It uh, is now. Yeah, <laughs> I said it. So, uh, yeah, reviews are huge. It's and a big, big thing. It's Apple Podcast is still responsible for like forty five percent of our downloads, almost fifty mm-hmm. percent of our downloads. And what you have to say about the show really carries weight with potential listeners. Yes. So, if you'll just take a moment to at least rate the show. But then if you want to write a one or two sentence review of the show, mm-hmm. it goes such a long way really in encouraging really, other yeah. people to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And that being said, sharing the show with one friend also means a lot to us. Yes, that's, it does. If you can get one person to listen to this show, that's a huge growth, right? It gigantic. automatically doubles mm-hmm. you every time if yes. everybody could get one person. Yes. So we would really appreciate it if you guys mm-hmm. share the show. And um, and then, of course, you can go to patreon.com forward slash look what I did and support the show there for as little as one dollar. One whole dollar. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing I want to pre- uh, say, this is like shameless self-promotion time, yeah. I guess. But uh, The voice press? Yeah. So, well, because tomorrow um, mm-hmm. the voice press is hosting like the first content creator meetup. Yes. And that's going to be at Smoking Barrel mm-hmm. from 6 to 8. So if you're a local listener... You can come to Smoke and Barrel. You can uh, hang out with Aaron and I. There's going to be Brian Fitton from Go Rogue X. There's going mm-hmm. to be Alex Fitton from the Adoptive Mom podcast. Um, the, some other people, Bo Counts is kind of, I think, said he's coming maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's done a lot of stuff in yes. town. And like, uh-huh. and he's done the drive-in speaker box for like, before podcasts were a thing. He had that as a radio show. Yeah. Um, Travis Smith with the George's Live podcast. So there'll be a lot of like people there that are actively doing it, people there that are thinking about doing it. It's just mm-hmm. a great way to like share ideas and yeah. strategies and and just kind of like talk to each other. And I mean, one of the best things you can do for your show is cross promote yes. on other shows. Mm-hmm. So this is a chance to meet people that you might want to work with as well. Mm-hmm. So well, bouncing ideas off each other and some yeah. tips and tricks and Funny stories about different things. You know, there's no telling what'll happen there. Yeah. But yeah. So, um, and and obviously, like, we're a part of that because we're a part of the Voice Press Network. We are. Which proudly. is, yeah, <laughs> proudly <laughs> members of the Voice Press Network. <laughs> uh, but www.thevoicepress.com, you can find other great shows there and just named like probably three yeah. quarters of them. Let's but there's not also forget Action, Action Orson. Orson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which Aaron and I just adore that show. Like, Love it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So, Go there to find other finely curated, independently produced podcasts the with finest, more yeah. new shows coming soon. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, Travis Smith has a new show coming out um, November 1st, I think, is the first day. And Ooh. that'll be on the Voice Press Network as well. Sweet. So, And that one's more about like 
inside music industry knowledge stuff. Mm -hmm. So that one, that one should be really helpful for people. And I think there's a lot of crossover useful information. If you're a content creator, like there are a lot of things you do that are similar to starting a band. Very, you know? very so much so. I think there's a lot of crossover there. So it's worthwhile mm -hmm. listening for anybody in that space. But um, yeah, this episode, Jeff Danos. Enjoy. have all these other things is your tray in the upright your chair tray. does your phone have a D and D mode somebody Do posted a thing today oh <laughs> so every time you text me and it says hi i'm driving that's d and d do do not disturb there's a reason <laughs> heather <laughs> i don't I got both references. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Does your phone have a D and D? D mode. Was it like a dice tray built in? There's <laughs> a reason why I thought this was a thing. I didn't starts playing sense. Rush in the background, and you know. Oh. Okay. So somebody posted a thing on Facebook that was like, <laughs> "What the heck?" Uh. No, so somebody posted this thing about like when you put your phone on like sleep mode or night mode or D and D mode, right? And like I didn't quite get it at first, but then somebody was like, "Oh yeah," like, and I understood jokingly, like, it doesn't it just make D and D mode is just like where it plays lutes or whatever? <laughs> and then I was like, "Wait, maybe somebody actually made like an Android thing where it really was D and D mode, and every time it rang, it was like old timey music, which is a good idea." And that's why I thought that might exist. And now I feel like an idiot. It sounds like an opportunity for a new app. I know, right? Oh, man. Oh, that happened. That, was, that, that makes me feel good. <laughs> it's a feel-good story. It took nobody else any time. They're like, do not disturb. No, like, because I have that activated on my no, phone yeah, when I drive. I've never heard anybody call it D&D. &D. Oh, I haven't either, but I've used the context clues. D&D, &D, but it's D and... D is the Dungeons and Dragons. Right, right. D. Which is what I play, and which is why D. my brain right. went there. Right. But this was literally I mean, they D sound the same, but. Yeah. N D. Oh, yeah. He read it, though. Oh, wow. You actually read it. And, and it said D N D, and it, which sometimes people will not use the ampersand D &D. and they'll just do the N in between. I've seen that with an apostrophe. I give up. No, you know what? This is my chicken of the sea moment. I'm just going <laughs> to revel in it now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Chicken in the sea? Mm. <laughs> we should start. I think we should. The sooner this is over, the better for me at this point. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. <laughs> All right, Hi guys. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to start with who you are and what you do. Okay. My name's Jeff Danos, and I guess for this show, <laughs> I am the uh, one of the organizers of the Eureka Springs Zombie Crawl. Ooh. So you do other things. Yeah, I mean, I... You know, I, I I do a lot Man of special hats. event type right. things, but well, mm -hmm. that's 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 uh, living in Eureka Springs. It's kind of a, a given. You have several jobs, you know, just to survive. So, um, but you do seem to kind of lean into event. Oh yeah, producer, that, coordinator, it's, it's, like some kind of. It's gotten more and more intensive. Yeah, I mean, it, it's all special events, but I mean, I, I do a lot of DJ work still. I okay, do, but I also. I tend to favor special events when it comes mm -hmm. to DJing. So it's, it's special events and themed events. Gotcha. Sweet. So, uh, you know, I, I get a lot of people ask me with the DJ work, uh, you know, well, what's your, 
what's your specialty? You know, what's the type of music you DJ? Because you get a lot of guys that talk about, you know, well, I do house or I do this or I do that. And I don't really have an answer for that at this point. It's kind of. You can literally it's, say it's, whatever you want. I'm mean, not. Right. Well, that, well that's, that's just it. I mean, it's just, you know, whatever. You say, what do you want? As long as I enjoy <laughs> the theme, I can, mm-hmm. I can jump in there. So, yeah. So, right. so that goes hand in hand with uh, special event production, mm-hmm. I guess. Gotcha. What's your DJ name? MC name? Uh, DJ Test Tube. There we go. The mad scientist of music. Oh. Uh, do, you have a, do you have a costume? Uh, it depends on the event. Actually, you'll notice really? my, my beard's a little shorter than usual from the last time. I, you might not remember. We've only seen each other yes. a few times. But uh, I just did, uh, I just played Freddie Mercury in, oh. a, in a Queen tribute. So nice. my hair was nice. a little longer. I slicked it back. I had the, the mus- glasses. Mustache. Did the porn stash. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Shaved the beard. Nice. It was kind You're involved of, in all the things. I. It, it's one of those things where you ask yourself, does anybody notice <laughs> all these little <laughs> details there that you for put everything? Into it? Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if they do, but I think subconsciously, maybe it it makes a. I think it adds an impact. I think it adds because uh-huh. I think if you didn't do it, you would notice. Yeah, right. Oh, and yeah. that's like the best costume is the costume you don't notice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, it's 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 like so so the Freddie Mercury thing. I wore the the Flash shirt. From Flash Gordon. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, because they did the soundtrack, but he also had some concerts where he wore a Flash shirt. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when I was shopping for a Flash shirt, they had some that were a little cheaper, but they didn't have the the lightning bolt on the back. Mm-hmm. You know, so you'd spring the extra you, few, you know, to you get a few the extra dollars correct. to make sure you've got that. Which again, will anybody notice? I don't know, especially when it's behind me and I'm DJing facing them. Fair all. enough. Fair but, enough. You know. You just but if it around. makes you feel more in character, <clears throat> that's then just it's important. It. Yeah. Well, and the other part is the things you don't do, people will notice. If you had right. to shave the beard or had the lightning bolt in, it wouldn't like, work. Hey, uh, <laughs> you didn't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so zombie crawl because zombie this crawl. is our right. as, that's the main thing we're as talking about. yet unnamed right month of spectacular events. Yes. Um, TBA. Yeah, we'll come up with mm-hmm. a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how did that start? Well, it's a. Uh, it wasn't intentional. I'll, I'll put that out there. Uh, we were having a zombie-themed birthday party, I believe, where everybody came dressed as zombies, and somebody at the party had the idea of, hey, we should do one of those flash mobs oh. you know, that were making the rounds on, <laughs> mm-hmm. on YouTube and whatnot. This was back in probably 2011. Right. And so you know, we kicked around the idea, and I didn't take it seriously right off the bat, but... The more it kind of you know baked in my head, uh, that made me think. Well, let's you know why not? Let's have fun with this. Let's let's try it out. Uh, in Eureka Springs, being a small town, I didn't want to upset anybody. Um, you know, <laughs> step on anyone's toes. Mm-hmm. I was still relatively new to the town. We've been there for about thirteen years. So uh, so I went to the city, and I just said, you know, hey, we're thinking about doing this flash mob thing, maybe in the Basin Park. And, uh, you know, am I going to upset somebody? Is, is this going to, again, step on someone's toes? Or am I going to break a law or something like that? <laughs> and uh, Zombie invasion Clearly law. no zombies Which after should seven. be on the books, right, actually. Right, right, Well, you know, I mean, if you're stopping <laughs> yeah. traffic or whatever oh, it is. Right, right. Uh, and so uh, the, the lady that was working there said, well, it sounds like you need a parade permit. And I kind of, you know, kind of, it kind of shook me back. And I, I thought, well, what, what parade permit, you know, what does that involve? Because I'm picturing red tape and, and insurance and this and that. And, uh, and she says, no, just, just fill out this form and pay the fee and, you know, we'll review it and, and get back to you. 
And I said, okay. And so I looked at the form and back then it was very simple. I mean, I think it was like one page and, <laughs> uh, and the fee was only like $25. So, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, well, this is easy. Let's do this. And so we filled it out and turned it in and, and it was approved. No problems. So, so then we started looking at it and I'm going, we have a parade permit. You know, why are we talking about just a flash mob? I mean, mm-hmm. this is something that we could have more fun with. And instead of just having, you know, 20 of my best friends in town come together and do this surprise thing, uh, maybe we could do something a little different. And so uh, I think the, the big change, the, the thing that we wanted to do that was different from all the other Eureka parades, because Eureka loves parades. Yep. I mean, I don't know if you guys are aware, but we have one about every weekend, it feels like. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, need, we don't need any reason. I mean, we'll just we'll, we'll do a parade for something. And, and you tend to see the same people. You'll, you'll see the same vehicles and, um, you know, and I mean, they'll, they'll change them up a little bit, you know. So if you've got uh, the lady that dresses like a peacock and, you know, for St. Patrick's Day, it's a green peacock. And, oh, and, yeah. You know, so, so everything changes a little bit, you know. So, so you had this kind of hardcore group of Eurekans that participate in every creative event. And it's, you know, artists that live in town, people that just want to have fun. Mm-hmm. And so, but, but for us, you know, we started thinking about it and I thought, well, you know, we have all these parades where we invite people to come out and watch us. And, um, and I thought, you know, well, what if we, we did something where we invited everybody to be in the parade? So instead of just watching the parade, be the parade, you know, be the, the spectacle. And so, uh, so it just kind of went from there, you know, and the first year we had a few, few hundred people show up, which kind of surprised us. Mm-hmm. And um, again, the first year was uh, 2012, and we've had, you know, this will be our eighth year going into it. So it's just kind of grown and grown, uh, mostly, uh, you know, organic. I mean, like last year was insane. I mean, we blew up. Our, our, our attendance last year was just, I've had, uh, I think some of the police have told us that they estimated up to 15,000 people in town. That's crazy. Which, yeah, for Eureka, I mean, you know, it's like the population doubled. Oh, it's more than that. Yeah. Because Eureka's, we've got about 2,000 people. Oh, really? Oh, that's it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought Eureka was more than that. Nope. Wow. No, it's in fact, we've actually gone out. down in population. We were at, I think, 2,500. It's because the zombies are eating people. But as it could, the parade oh, gets yeah. bigger, the population has to yeah. shrink. It, well, dang it. I don't know if you've seen The Walking Dead, but let's not, yeah, let's not make that comparison. <laughs> I guess the undead don't count as citizens, do they? <laughs> do they vote? Ooh. That's the real question. That's a good it? question. Yeah. Do the herds on The Walking Dead count as like a, a roaming gypsy population? That's something to ask. Zombie rights. Yeah. <laughs> so, Form. Yeah, so They're I, underrepresented I have... in the city council. <laughs> Definitely. I hate to beat an undead horse, but um, no. Anyway. You've been waiting all day to make that joke. <laughs> no. so, uh, what was the... Because this isn't the only zombie... There's other zombie parades, right? I feel like... I've, oh, yeah. Okay. No, like I mean, that's... The... Yeah, I mean, that's... I, I can't, you know, I'm not taking any credit for inventing right. uh, a zombie walk or a zombie crawl or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. I mean, they happen all over the place. Uh, you know, before we moved to Eureka, I mean, I was out in Colorado. Gotcha. And Denver has some out there. And I'd right. never actually been to one yet, but at the this time. This just kind of organically happened. This, and- well, this, yeah, this just kind of happened just because, you know, I had heard of zombie walks and it sounded mm-hmm. like something fun to do. And, um, you know, I mean, I there's a guy in town that was telling me, well, it sounds like you've got the you know, the largest zombie crawl, uh, he was asking me, you know, it, would you say it's the largest in the four state area or the, this or in that? And I don't know. I don't know if it's the biggest, you know, right. when it comes to a map, I know it's probably the largest per capita. Yeah. If you <laughs> look at it, like, look at how many people yeah, come I mean, in. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, 
it's, you, it's definitely, you know, and it, and it which is, is a fun factoid in itself. It's, it's funny. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, <laughs> really? I don't know if I could get Guinness in on that or not, if they'd be willing to list it. <laughs> but I, I did have somebody this year that said, Hey, you know, we should talk to Guinness. And, uh, because they had looked up, I think the, the, the largest, uh, registered zombie crawl, I right? Think. You know, but it had, I mean, it was it was some ungodly amount of people. It was like, like a hundred thousand people. It in was San like Francisco it was like twenty five thousand or something. Like I that, mean, you're which, still really close though, for you. Well, yeah, and that's what I was going to say before you made your undead horse joke. Was I didn't Eureka Springs has made a big, big name for itself to be that tiny of a town. Yeah, like, I didn't realize it was that. I didn't either. So, yeah. I mean, that's literally the same as Elkins. I think. Yeah. Well, if you went, if you went back, I mean, you know, we've always been a tourist town, right? Uh-huh. I mean, that's how you know the town was formed around yeah. the Healing Springs and everything else. But you know, if you go back in history, I mean, at one point, Eureka, I think, was the second largest city in Arkansas. Really? Because at some point, we had, I think, fifteen thousand people, and it, but it was in the late eighteen hundreds when things had just exploded, right? Um, around the Healing Springs, you right? Know, people were just, I mean, the, the the entire town had been denuded of all forests. You know, I mean, it was just, it was wiped out at one point. Maybe and that's then what it, throws me off is it has crazy. such a big downtown area yep. for something, right? You don't expect most, it's, I don't it's know really any not that other. Big. It's, it's not that large of a spot. What's funny is if but you But for get, like an old school downtown square area, well, well, right? Got, like, yeah, I mean, I think we do have one of the largest, um, don't quote me on this, but I think right. uh, when it comes to the historic. You're quoting yourself. The historic register. <laughs> I say you don't quote me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Jeff said. <laughs> Jeff says. Mm-hmm. No, I think you know. At least around here, I mean, right. we almost the entire city is on the historic register. Right. Um, I mean, to the point where I mean, there's even neighborhoods with newer homes where you know I was in a, in a house built in 1991, and I and we were in the historic district, and I'm like, well, how does that work? And I, well, what that means is if you know if you want to repaint your house, you need to go get permission color from it, and, yeah, and things like that, mm-hmm. you know. And so I, so I had to make sure that I was you know picking the. Uh, historically accurate, uh, you know, color beige, right? That they had in 1991. So, um, oh gosh, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> <laughs> Can uh, you match this with, <laughs> right, right? And then age it 200 years. Yeah. So, so we we've had that, you know, we've had the ups and downs in the population, but Eureka has had a large tourist base for a yeah. very long time. Yeah. And, and actually, if you look at what we have now, all the people that have lived there for you know 40 years or so tell us, oh well, if you had been here, you know, in the the late eighties and the nineties, you wouldn't have believed it. Cause it was just, you know, you'd walk down the street and you couldn't move. Oh, the early nineties was packed. Yeah. yeah. And I he mean, said a big part of that had to do with the, um, motor, passion. motor coaches. Oh, okay. And yeah. And the passion play. Yeah. And it was kind of before Branson had really, mm-hmm. um, grown into what it is now, and grown yeah, into what it yeah. is, you know? And so we were getting a lot of the motor coaches. And then, uh, I believe at some point they said that the city actually banned, the large buses and motor coaches from driving oh. into town because they said that the rumbling and the weight was actually causing, causing problems. problems. I can with, see that though with the houses that have been around. So, right. so that kind of, you know, that definitely dealt a blow to that particular uh, section of tourism. But, um, but I mean, there's, there's definitely when, when it comes to Eureka, I mean, it, you know, you can do something just about any weekend right. and, and almost be guaranteed that you'll have an audience. I mean, there's certain months obviously that, that doesn't work in January. Yeah. January. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Eureka Springs, it just seems, I'm sure there's another town in the country that is similar in some way, but Eureka Springs really does seem like a unique gem and we're really fortunate to have it yep. as close as we do. Cause it's mm-hmm. a cool backdrop. It was in that movie a long time ago, Elizabeth town. Yep. Right. Yep. Right. I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 They used a lot of different scenes, uh, in that movie. 
from yeah, from from, Denver, from Eureka and kind of some of the areas around it too. Because the building, and that's what I was no, saying I'm about sure. downtown. Like obviously, there's cities mm-hmm. with bigger downtowns, but mm-hmm. that has a, seemingly a fairly big footprint of like an old turn of the century downtown mm-hmm. that you know, an average town's going to have one square left of those buildings. Right. But this has like that offshoot street and some other, so just visually looks really cool. And the basin hotel is a pretty good size hotel mm-hmm. for a town of 2000 people. Right. Like that's, yep. there's a lot, it comes back to the tourism well, piece. I think of like people coming in and, yeah, but it I, gives you really neat architecture. Yeah. And I think we've had, I think I've heard them say we have like at least like 10,000 beds. You know, in town, you know, when so they talk zombies about zombies slept, they would be well so, accommodated. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, well, that's just it. I mean, I've, you know, I've got people contacting me now asking me when 2020 is going to happen. And I'm just like, okay, well, you know, our plan is to always be the Saturday before Halloween going forward. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but have I submitted a permit and everything? No, <laughs> I'm not even have thinking about any it. Planning? You know, I just, yeah. let me get, let me get 29 taken care of. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, we talk about Eureka being unique and, I mean, it's, it's what attracted us to it. You know, I mean, we were, we were kind of trying to find a new hometown mm-hmm. and I knew I wanted to be in the mountains and we uh, had come up to, I think it was Lake of the Ozarks yeah. up in Missouri, mm-hmm. which was okay. I mean, just, it, it wasn't what we were looking for. And we just started driving South. And I think, uh, Christina, my wife, you know, she, she had a little guidebook and it showed, I think it was the Flatiron building downtown Eureka. And yeah. she said, Oh, we should just, let's just drive through this town. This building looks interesting. Maybe mm-hmm. it'll be different. And, you know, we drove down that, that alley, you know, or not alley, but the, into the valley into town and just kind of looked around and went, what the hell is this? I mean, this is, <laughs> I mean, I, I've never been to Europe, but to me it was kind of like, this feels almost European in some way. It's kind of, you know, they used to call it the little Switzerland of the yeah. Ozarks. Mm-hmm. And, um, and if you look at, you know, if you know anything about the history, um, if you follow into that, you read into it, you'll find out that they say that, uh, when it was first, because it exploded so fast, mm-hmm. There was a very, uh, you know, a dearth of planning. There wasn't a lot of planning going on with the streets and whatnot. And so most of the streets that we have were just based on um, walking trails and Indian trails that went from spring to spring. Oh, okay. And so, you know, Ripley's, believe it or not, even did a thing back, way back when, saying that we had no right angle streets anywhere in town. And um, and so that's kind of, you know, you've got these weird, I, I don't know if I completely believe in that but uh that might be true i don't remember ever making a right or left hand turn <laughs> in eureka springs ever there's, it, there's yeah they may have smoothed that out a little over the years that's why and, you get so many motorcycles but there's, so there's definitely no there's no grid there's no grid you know there's yeah. no geometric right grid right at um, all they tried after the after the initial development of the town if you look at some of the old plats they had future streets planned and it's complete grid pattern which you know you can't do that when you right. make mountains all over the place yep. and uh so yeah, so it's it's just uh, it's just different, you know. I mean, there's there's uh, there's a lot of buildings in Eureka where you're driving down a street and you look at the front of this building and it just looks like this little, almost a shack, you know, or a little one story cabin. But if you went around the back of it, it's four stories tall. Yeah, just because the the hill drops, mm-hmm. you know, so much. So yeah, so I mean, we've got you know the the Crescent Hotel, of course, is uh, most haunted, of, the most haunted, haunted hotel in America. In America. Yeah, and you know, and so we've got several big old. Hotels, you know, that and the Basin Park Hotel, the Grand Central has been there a long time. Uh, the New Orleans Hotel has been there a long time. And I haven't even heard of the other two. No? Same. Yeah, I literally only know the Crescent and, and the, the Basin, Basin. Yeah, yeah, Basin Park Hotel. So, I mean, and, and, you know, they're all booked. 
Solid. <laughs> I mean, they've got to love for, you for that. And that's crazy yep. that an idea of like, we should go dance in the street one night turns into this, like an economic boom for the city, right? Yep. Like that's great for the city to have yep. over and over. And that being said, okay, so eight years, you grow from a couple hundred people to 15,000 people estimated last year, maybe. Well, and I have to say like the 15,000, they're saying 15,000 people in town. So it's not necessarily so thirteen thousand zombies. It's not 2, necessarily residents. fifteen thousand zombies. It's, <laughs> right. You know. I mean. I mean. They. It's kids and they. Yeah. But I mean. I mean. They've said that it was the largest event that Eureka still a, has seen in a very long attendance. Time. Yeah. In some the people are around, right? Oh yeah. And in talking to you, it sounds and the little bit I've seen posted on Facebook so far is that like there's events happening around this thing as well. And that's all kind of coordinated by you or people have just kind of like, oh, this thing's happening. Let's go bring our food truck to the it's, corner. It's, yeah, it's, it's actually, um, it's mostly us putting things together right now to complement the crawl. Right. Um, part of that is, you know, obviously we just want to enhance the event and, you know, provide a, a more fun experience for everybody there. But another part of it is that um, the complaints that we get about the crawl, you know, any event's going to get some complaints. <laughs> but the majority mm-hmm. of the ones that we get, they're from people that show up you know, an hour before the event starts and they come rolling into town and there's no parking. They can't even get into town. They can't get out. Um, you know, I, I had a, a lady who, you know, she said, you know, we drove two and a half hours to get to this event with my kids and we couldn't even get into town, you know? And she says, we rolled in there 45 minutes before it even started. And even then we couldn't get in. Right. And she says, you know, we just, we ended up driving home and my kids were crying the whole way home. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you know, there's nothing I can do. I mean, the town is 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 what it is, and, right? Uh, and so, so you know, on one hand, we want to try and offer more of an experience for everybody, but on the other hand, we're trying to help ourselves out by getting people to come out earlier. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, you know, so yeah, so instead of just coming for the parade, which is kind of the big deal, at six o'clock, um, you know, we're trying to get people to come out at noon. And so, so at noon, we've got uh, we've got a thriller dance workshop in the Basin Park, which, we, which we've done for a couple of years, and it's very successful, very popular. Um, it's, it's put on by uh, Melon Light Dance, which is one of our local dance groups. And um, so we start off, that, that's going to be at noon, and then I think we've got, we've got a band playing at, we've got Illusionaut, which I think you guys might know them. I think they might be from around here. Um, I, I think so. Heather knows them. Yeah, so she's so, way cooler than we. I are. can't remember whether they're <laughs> Fayetteville, Bentonville, but right? I think it's, the it's, area, yeah, somewhere around here. Uh, so they're coming out. They're going to play in the park at three o'clock, and uh, then we've got uh, the Eureka Music Revival Group, which is a local group. They're a rockabilly band, cool. And so they're going to come in at I think five o'clock, and so they'll they're going to be playing. Uh, kind of rockabilly versions of Halloween songs. and That's cool. And so they'll, they'll be playing in the park until the parade starts. And then at the same time that all of that's happening, we have uh, zombie makeup vendors, you know, artists, makeup artists in the park. Right. So if people want to come in and, you know, drop some money and they'll make them up and uh, the, the prices vary based on the amount of work and materials that they want, you know, depending on what they want done. I want full walking dead. Right, right. Yeah. Just, you know, how bloody and how much latex <laughs> do you want on your face? I want the and, jaw that like hangs crooked. Yeah. I want to be very dead. Right. <laughs> I mean, cause we, cause for the first few years we tried to do that ourselves. I mean, we tried yeah, to be a lot of work. have, you know, we had our volunteers and we had mirrors out in front of the library where the parade starts and, uh, and we tried to help people. There's just, there's just so many just, we just can't do that. Uh, so, so that's when we had the idea that let's bring in some professionals, right? People that do this, you know, for a living, and they know what they're doing, and uh, 
their work is worth money. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, so we've got that going. And then uh, for the first time this year, we actually convinced uh, the city to shut down Center Street, which uh, if, you, if you can think of picture Eureka, uh, Spring Street is kind of the main uh, thoroughfare the main where artery, yeah. most of the shops are. You know, it's Spring Street or Main Street. And then in between those is Center Street. And Center Street's kind of a, a small cutoff street um, that also has some shops and some restaurants, uh, but it doesn't get as much traffic mm-hmm. on Center. And so we talked to them. So we're shutting down Center Street and we're having what we call a macabre market. And so it's going to be, uh, you know, artists and crafts, uh, Halloween, zombie themed items, uh, oddities, curiosities. So Aaron and I'll just be on display on exactly. Yeah, we'll have show them like oddities and curiosities. Yeah, (laughs) they'll be throwing rubber balls at you, and yeah, we'll just give them eggs. Let's just go all the way, like a rotten. I prefer tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so so that should be fun. That the macabre market's actually going to be set up. It's going to be going from noon until eight p.m. Yeah. So it's the entire day. So you know, so we've also got you know, so there's there's shopping that people can do. You know, in addition to the shops that we already have. Um, so, so it's just been, again, we're just, we're trying to get people to come out for the weekend right. instead of just come out for this one parade. Yep. And, um, and actually the other thing we are doing this year that is different is, uh, well, one of the, one of the big questions we get every year is, well, when do we trick or treat? When's trick or treating? Candy's and, always my And question, I'm always yeah. like, well, it's mm-hmm. on Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's it's a week from that's now. That's when yeah. we do Why it. Why rush you know, it guys? Come on. It's always Halloween. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we've, we've had some years where we were on uh, like November first, we did the crawl. We we did we did the crawl on Day of the Dead for a few years. Oh yeah, and um, not really thinking that through. You know, when I was thinking Day of the Dead, I'm thinking George Romero and zombies and things like that. But Day of the Dead is actually a traditional, yeah, yeah, you yep. know, spiritual <laughs> festival, an important holiday for it, people. Exactly. In, yeah. and, and so we got a lot of pushback for that, and we we immediately said, okay, yeah, you're right. I wasn't thinking this through, so yeah. let's not have it on Day of the Dead or near Day of the Dead, and. Um, and we actually looked into doing something for Day of the Dead, but right. we couldn't get enough people to to jump on that and help us out with that. And um, so, but that's actually happening now too. Oh, that's cool. Uh, we've got a uh, a new uh, events planner with the city, and she's been you know just jumping in both feet, and and that's one of the things that she's going to do. She's going to have a, a traditional Day of the Dead celebration with uh, you know the the altars and the sugar yeah. skulls and the whole nine yards. That's so it's, cool. It's yeah. really exciting, and it's nice again that it's not. It's not something that I have to do because, <laughs> you know, everything leading up to the zombie crawl is, is just, it's a lot of work already. So well, to I'm have sure. to try and do another event um, would be tough. But I've, I've gone off on a tangent. What I'm getting at, though, is trick-or-treating. Because mm-hmm. we have so many people ask about mm-hmm. that, we've actually decided that the night before zombie crawl, which is Friday the mm-hmm. 25th, yeah. um, we're having traditional trick-or-treating downtown. That's cool, and so that's such a cool place to go trick. It'll be so much fun. Oh, It'll yeah. be great. You know, mm-hmm. all the not all, but as many of the shop owners as we can are, are signing up. You know, they're going to be giving out candy. Uh, we're having a um, a carved pumpkin contest in the Basin Park, and so people can bring their pumpkin in, and you know, we're going to line them up. There's the kind of like terracing in the park mm-hmm. behind it, like the, the backdrop, yeah, kind the of. backdrop, yeah, the band shell. So the idea is we'll line these pumpkins up. And then at a certain time of the night, get the uh, green arrow to fire arrows and light them all at once. Well, yeah, we want to throw a switch. Oh, 
I think the green arrow with uh, flaming arrows shot at Can you forty pumpkins at once. I'm not. I'm not revealing Heck my yeah. secret identity on this if, show. If you can do that, then yeah. let's let's talk afterwards. And, okay. And, yeah. Yes. In my Oliver Queen cave, connect us with Green Arrow, and let's do that. <laughs> if we can so, get Kevin Smith on the line, please. <laughs> he has a direct yeah. line. Yeah. So, so it's going to be you know that's going to be another thing. So we've got the the pumpkin contest. We're going to have a uh, a Halloween tree type thing you know how they do christmas trees this like be nightmare a, before christmas halloween tree we're not sure or? yet I'm, I'm actually working with um with a guy a friend of ours named uh, dusty griffith and he is a industrial designer mm-hmm. and artist that actually works at the amazium oh Sweet. cool and that so place is awesome he builds yeah so he builds these incredible uh, light sculptures yeah. interactive sculptures and so like i said i'm, I'm good friends with the guy so it's kind of like hey man let's let's work on something and uh bring some of your work to eureka Mm-hmm. And so he's he's kicking around some ideas, trying to figure out that's cool uh, what he can do on you know our limited budget and <laughs> and uh, something that's offer just, him exposure. I think that's a thing. Oh, that's that you right. Can, yeah, you yeah. get exposure. It, it should be. I hear you know I hear Wait, the electric companies are starting yeah. to accept exposure for your bills. <laughs> right, so. yeah. Really, we actually have recently made an exposure coin that'll kickstart in like a month, probably. That's mm-hmm. a great idea. I'll show it to you. Oh no, we have yeah. like with Shirepost. There's one <laughs> in plugging ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh, it's heavy too. Yeah, it's heavy exposure. Yeah. So there's a feast and famine side, and uh, so somebody can melt these down. Then actually, <laughs> no, 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 no. And actually, make no, no, some no. Money, this is, right? You're turning the wrong corner. That's wasting your exposure. Yeah. It's no, we're doing it as a reminder coin for like uh, you determine your value and your worth, and sometimes exposure is good and healthy, and sometimes it's bad. And so right. there's the flip side of the you know like. Yeah. But yeah, there's the because it, it's side, yeah. becomes such a that's totally a tangent, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. we did. It's become such a topic of conversation. We're like, we should make a coin <laughs> and literally went out and made one. Yeah, these are cool. Thanks, Shire mm-hmm. Post Mint. Um, I, mean, I, I mean, I'm a sucker for skulls, obviously. I'm, I'm yeah. a zombie guy, right? So, um, so, so uh, yeah, so, so we're calling it Trick or Treat Street, which is not super original, <laughs> but it's, uh, it gets the message out. It's it. better than Month of Halloween, <laughs> which is my... <laughs> a month of ween. Ooh. No. Month of ween? Month no, of that sounds terrible. No, it does. We, we actually, we did have in our, yeah. in Eureka for the last Month of ween? Months. No, no, not month of oh. ween. Um, we had a, uh, the Halloween City campaign hmm. that someone else was putting together. It wasn't me, but, but that was something that they tried to do because the idea was, like you said, Eureka just has this feel to it. Yes, yeah, great And so backdrop. Halloween just feels like it just goes hand in hand. Ish. How about that music though on this ish? Doesn't point? it make you want to dance? It's good. Yeah, it's I'm good. just like, doo, doo, doo. Uh, I probably shouldn't <laughs> sing it because I'm going to mess up right. the actual music happening <laughs> under it. Um, thanks, Will. Yeah. yeah, thanks to Will for this music in the middle. Yeah. So we have a ton of cool things coming up. We Lots. just want to say again Eureka Springs Zombie Crawl Invasion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 26th. Mm-hmm. And like I said, Heather and I will be there all day. Uh, Aaron will pop Which in and out as he can. And, mm-hmm. and then. The Expelled, the scariest haunted house in Arkansas, is Mm -hmm. running um, through the end of the month. I think the last day is like November 1st, Mm -hmm. but you can check out their calendar at Mm -hmm. theexpelled.com. And then like the last night that they're open, 
you sign a waiver. <laughs> I won't. No, I, no. I, I, I probably won't be in the state. Um, <laughs> I, I'll not be in Madison you, County. You, mm-hmm. you sign a waiver, um, and it, it goes from like a 30-minute on average experience mm-hmm. the other nights to an hour plus yeah. of just like... Yeah, so you can get separated from your party. They can touch you. They can lock you up. They can, mm-hmm. like, whatever. Anyway, I'm yeah. not going to be a part of it. No. But um, I will say you, you'll you be in in the safest hands possible for that yes. that yes. kind of yes. experience. Um, the, You know, we met the family, and it's a family-run business. Uh-huh. Literally some of the kindest human beings I've mm-hmm. ever met. They were so nice. Um, but, they, man, they... They're passionate. Like, yeah, the flip side of that is they're also apparently the scariest family yeah. in the world. Like, no, I mean, not really, but like, they put uh-huh. together one heck of an experience oh, for man. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're into that kind of thing, I think that that final night, Unleashed is what it's called. Like, mm-hmm. go check it out. It's Dude. it's it's insane. Just yeah. us going through with no actors in it yeah, was it already was, scary. It started off wrong yeah. because, <laughs> I, I mean, it was right in that in that sense, but like, there's sensory deprivation basically yeah. when you first right off the bat and that's my worst part yeah and i was like oh i just laughed a lot and acted like it wasn't a big deal and made fun of everyone else but i was i was trembling inside. yeah i was, it was scared it was unnerving yeah um very but those are the two big things coming up this yeah. month mm-hmm. and then of course uh next month we'll we have some pretty cool shows and guests lined up oh yeah um and then in december we're gonna bring i i, I kind of want to call it the host wrap up uh-huh. a year in like, review yeah so that our holiday show holiday again this year will be the wrap, wrap up, up. Mm-hmm. i think that's wrap you know, oh. yeah no wrap but um wrap yeah so but that's just you know a time of year for us to kind of get together and kind of like rehash what happened mm-hmm. what our goals are for next year but another great way to kind of like find out what's going on behind the scenes is of course right. patreon.com mm-hmm. um for as little as a dollar aaron and i will sit down and chat every once in a while just kind of like mm-hmm. catch each other up on what we're doing outside of the show, mm-hmm. um, what our plans are, what show plans are, or whatever. So, Unreleased episode. Well, oh, that's true. Like, like unabridged, un- unabridged, yeah, longer episodes. Versions. Yes. Um, so there's some really cool stuff there. Access to stuff every once in a while. Aaron and I will make you a gift and send yeah. it to you. Um, free, free to you. I'm not mailing coasters again. <laughs> that was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> we'll hand deliver some. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Drive all over the state. <laughs> um, but anyway. I guess uh, back to Jeff Danos Jeff, yeah. with Eureka Springs Zombie Invasion. We really hope to see you guys there. Family-friendly event, all-day-long event, mm-hmm. stuff to do, shops to go to, yes. vendors, food trucks. Yes. Uh, th- not a better way to spend your Saturday in mm-hmm. October, for sure. Tell so. us you saw you listened to the show. Find us. Yeah, yeah. We'll mm-hmm. have stickers. We'll give out yep. stickers to people, yeah. for sure. So um, come find us. We'll... we'll We'll find you occasionally, and <laughs> true, and we'll uh, we'll give you a sticker, and we'll ask you about your costume. So, all right. Let's, years ago, a friend of mine and I were talking about Eureka had a boom in the 90s, and it's kind of, I think it's coming back now, but it had gone through a dip, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I've heard, yeah. I there's mean, so like many said, businesses I... and cool things coming out of there now, but there was a period of time where it just, it, it didn't have the vibrancy it had in the 90s, right? 
And uh, so he and I are sitting there and we're like, why isn't there like a quarterly, like during Christmas, there's the like Dickens Village mm-hmm. and then there's like Steampunk Month mm-hmm. and you could do a like a Harry Potter adjacent type mm-hmm. thing, right? Like it just has the backdrop to be so cool for, you could do a 1920s like, like right? Like kind of just like mobster themed yep. Yep. whatever jazz age kind of thing yeah and um, I because think, the backdrop plays to all of that yeah and we've had i mean we have little things right we just don't have big things like that yet i mean they are working on i don't know if i'm supposed to tell details but they are working <laughs> on a christmas thing right now you know where they're, yeah um i know they've been talking with a company about trying to get lights along the entire downtown that'd be so cool um, you know they're trying to get the shops on board because you know they, they want to have it coordinated right yeah so yep. that it's not just kind of hit or miss right different types of lights um so you know there, there's lighting um we do have a uh a christmas it's kind of like a parade of victorian homes type thing okay where you can go in to the houses and see you know and they, they go around and there's caroling and things like that um, i don't have all the details like i said for what what what's in the works right now but they are putting something together and I know that, uh, you know, we've had people talk about a Dickens Christmas before. Right. And things like that, which just seem to go hand in yeah, hand. Yeah, there's things that just seem to slide in, like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so lines. I mean, it's it, there's... I mean, I'm optimistic that we're, like you said, I think we're kind of on the edge of something here. I know that... Everything uh, I hear we're seeing, is very, We're seeing a new demographic, yeah. too. I mean, you know, we have the the new downhill trails, which out by Lake Leatherwood, it's, mm-hmm. it's Walton Money, you know, that yep. yeah. put in there. And I mean, it's... There, from what I've heard, I mean, I'm not an extreme downhill biker type guy, but they're saying that you know this is these are some of the best trails, and not just in Arkansas, but I mean like like in half of the country. I yeah, mean, it's like mm-hmm. this is the types of I guess just something to do with the elevation. It's just it's a unique uh, uh, opportunity for, the, right. for those types of guys, and so we're seeing a lot of that. And I think one of the things that they're trying to do is we're trying to get. You know, trying to see how can uh, existing businesses in town kind of catch on with that and dovetail into that experience. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like a lot of them are coming out, you know, we're seeing them come out to the trails. They're spending the day out at the trail or by the lake. But I don't know how many of them are coming into downtown. Right. And how many of them are shopping. And, and, And I don't know if it's, you know, maybe that's not part of the experience that they're looking for. Um, I know that we just had a, uh, we have a brand new brewery, brewery, that's a hard word to say, uh, (laughs) that, uh, that just opened up. Yeah. And so they say, you know, that's kind of part of that I crowd think you, too. That was some of that conversation of like, you know, it, Eureka in my memory played on kind of like the, the hills of Arkansas hillbilly kind of mm-hmm. feel a little bit. And then it feels like as a state, we've stepped away from that image more and more, you know, as time has gone on. And I think like when I look for like, there's cool places to stay in Eureka. Um, but when I look for activities like, something to do during the day while I'm there, Mm -hmm. like looking for that kind of thing. And it seems like, you know, there's the escape room that got right. That's been there for a year or two, right? A couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. So Um, so, like you're getting more of this activity stuff where it's like awesome because I, I love hanging out in Eureka, but I want something to do in between eating or seeing a show or whatever the thing would be like later in the day. And that stuff is more and more coming in Mm -hmm. at, I think the right demographic age to bring my wife and I, right. And that's what we're trying to do. You know, and that's, I mean, I, I mean, I've always been, every event that I've tried to do, almost every event, I think, has been family friendly. Right. And that's what we've always pushed is, you know, how can mm-hmm. I get these things in? Um, I mean, we've even got, I, I think, you know, the alternative nights that we were doing in the mm-hmm. city auditorium, which was something totally new. Right. Uh, that Eureka had, hadn't had before. I mean, even, 
even though the bands that are coming out are from Fayetteville, Hot Springs, Springfield, you know, they're in a small radius. Mm -hmm. A lot of them have never played in Eureka. Some of them have never even been in Eureka before. Right. And it's just, it's a younger demographic that, you know, Eureka hasn't seen. And, um, we've been very well known for bluegrass right? and yeah. for, you know, jam bands and things like that, which is fine, but not everybody wants to hear that. Right. And, and there are other True. demographics. And mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, we're trying to tap into that. Uh, like I said, we have a new events, uh, planner in town and she's, she's been incredible. She's booking some really, really neat bands, you know, that we yeah. haven't seen before. We've got, uh, oh, what is it? Goblin. Do you remember Goblin. They're a 1970s prog rock band. They did like the the soundtrack to Dawn of the Dead. Okay. Back hmm. in the day, which, you know, kind of a cult following type thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's it's not a brand new band, obviously. Right, right. They've been around since the 70s. But again, it's just something very different. Yeah. And yep. so, you know, she's bringing them to the auditorium in November. Um, you know, and, and so it's just, we're trying to do as much as we can to, to bring things in. But, you know, Eureka's been around for a certain amount of time and we've done things a certain way for a really long time. And but I think you're starting to see some of that shift are. in the right way, honoring what's come before, mm-hmm. appreciating what you have and why that's valuable as like literally historical right. structure, but also just valuable as history and, and scenic backdrop to anything current. Mm-hmm. And then building on that into a future that I think is exciting. Like everything I've heard coming out of Eureka, I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to start hanging out there a lot more. You know, like <laughs> yeah. it's just yeah. well, you forget about it. I mean, it's not it is, that it far. It is from weird here. how it's not that far, but it does seem like the communication between the metro area of Northwest Arkansas and Eureka mm-hmm. gets lost sometimes. But I think that's something you and I've talked about a little bit is like, how do you bridge that? Because it is a really, really cool place with cool yep. stuff happening. Mm-hmm. And how do we get that communication back and forth between the two? Because even an event here earlier this summer, the Death Ray Expo, right? Like, mm-hmm. how well communicated did we get that to Eureka, Eureka area, right? right? You know, um, so I think that's some that's something that makes the show great, and something just like connecting creators really helps is to like, hey, this cool stuff's happening everywhere. Branching like, we out, should be right? yeah, um, and leveraging each other's strengths. You know, like mm-hmm. I was gonna say, I think at first I was surprised by like the size of Eureka and the things that are happening, but I think that might almost be a secret weapon in that the town is small enough that you can get everybody on board to do a thing. Right. In that sense, like the business owners and stuff like, well, it's, it's, (laughs) it depends on what it is. Well, I'm not saying that everybody's going to agree, but it's easier to get, I would think it's easier to get a large representation of that number of people together and, and get them on board to have, lights being the same yeah right where you're gonna have a really hard time getting the main thoroughfare in rogers or benville right. or something well, yeah, it's to have just, all well, it's the just same like lights the zombie like, crawl. yeah know? i mean i could do it in eureka and it wasn't that difficult obviously. right mm-hmm. but but yeah if i wanted to do something like that in a larger city there's there's, there's so many tape. more hurdles and, and other things you have to deal with um so yeah so there's that i mean we do kind of have an advantage in a way, you yeah. Know, if you think of it, you know, in no, those, really, yeah, because those like, respects, yeah. I mean, definitely. it does seem like this thing where you can just kind of like, we're going to be a Dickens village, mm-hmm. and if you can get everybody on board, you can legitimately build a life-size Dickens village mm-hmm. in the middle of the foothills of Arkansas. That's cool. Yeah, or get someone to agree to address that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that way. That's really cool. <clears throat> yeah. Well, um, and you were talking too about you know the trying to include the history and stuff. Yeah. And and like when you mentioned that, the first thing that sprang to my mind was, um, you know, the escape room, escape room thirteen. Because Charles, I mean, his escape rooms are all based on Eureka history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is really Because even he brought the box that you escaped into at Death Ray. Right. Like, so you weren't escaping. I guess you were kind of breaking in. But it was a mobile escape room, which is 
different, super yeah. innovative mm -hmm. and really neat. I've never seen another one. Mm -hmm. Um, but that was very like historically tied into, you actually like had to go through a journal that had these things mm -hmm. that tied into Eureka. It's been, I think you guys have done an amazing job of preserving the history. What makes it great. Mm -hmm. I really do. I think you guys have done a really good job. Some nice add-ons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So the event runs Friday evening to Saturday evening, right? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, if you include the trick or treat night, then yeah, it's it's Friday evening and then Saturday all day. Right, and then there's restaurants to eat out on Friday, so you can go eat after yep. you trick or treat. Yep, and Sunday there's, get brunch somewhere. Yep, and we actually uh, we just when was that Tuesday night? Uh, we just got approval with the city to have multiple food trucks. Oh, nice! During special events, mm -hmm. which which has been kind of a We've kind of been kicking and screaming, being dragged into the, the you know, the, 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 the present tense here, or, you know, just uh, trying to, to have food trucks in town. Right. Because um, it's, it's just been one of those things where we have so many brick and mortar restaurants. And right. We've never had food trucks before. And so there's been a lot of kind of pushback. And um, we, had a, uh, we had an ordinance that was, that was allowed that basically said, well, we're going to have a lottery system that allows, I think, four different locations that can have a food truck, just one food truck. And two of them are in town, two of them are out on the highway. And so we've had, you know, I think one food truck at two of the locations for a little while now. But but the, the trouble that we had last year in Eureka was because our event was so large, uh, we actually, we had restaurants run out of food. Mm -hmm. You know, we had two, two and a half hour wait times. And so people were, were just, that was one of the other, one of the other big complaints, you know, well, we couldn't get food, right? We couldn't, we couldn't physically get food. And so we, we had to leave town. You know how many event planners in the country are just shaking their heads and like, wish they had this problem. Yeah, I know. <laughs> mm -hmm. You I have know. like the best problem of all time. Well, well, it would be, my yeah. attendance was too much. <laughs> it, I know it, it would be great. Wouldn't it? I mean, yeah. it's, it's mm -hmm. actually, it's. I don't it's, know if you attended an event I co-produced earlier this year. Our problem was not that we had too many attendees. Well, I have those too, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the thing. And, you know, the zombie crawl has been, you know, I get people say, well, what's your secret? You know, what's your, your overnight success? How did you do this? And I'm like, well, it wasn't overnight. You know, I mean, like I said, this is our eighth year. Yeah, you last have to year keep was our seventh away. year. Mm -hmm. Now, last year we exploded. I mean, there's no doubt about it. The, the, the attendance just blew up. I wish I could tell you why. I really don't know why. I mean, it just, you know, we didn't spend anything on advertising. Do you think that the, so, like, just the cultural zombies are kind of a thing? Like, they're very pop culture right now. I thought, I, to be honest with you, I thought that we were at the height of that. Like, the zeitgeist was like three years ago. When Walking that's true. Dead I guess was actually of, being watched by everybody, right? You know? And it's, that's kind of died down. I guess. You know, I, and I thought, well, Walking Dead is kind of starting to go away. And I mean, it's not going away, but I know fewer and fewer people who watch it. And so I kept thinking, well, that you know, zombies are getting kind of. But to be fair, while Walking Dead has lost some audience a mm -hmm. little bit, whatever that means, right? Whatever, the, yeah, a million the of the nineteen million people. Yeah, no, I think it's slowed down. I was thinking about because I'm just now watching season nine, right? And I was like, this show actually is pretty good. It's weird to me that nobody's talking about it. Like, I think this season is doing some interesting stuff. Mm -hmm. But I would say that as that's dying down, you get Santa Clarita Diet with Timothy Oliphant and uh, Drew Barrymore, which is actually an amazing show. The Eye Zombie. So you have this other stuff popping up that maybe isn't getting as big of a market share, but now there's a ton of little things. So, mm -hmm. I, like, maybe 
there's not the cultural conversation, but it's become so much a fabric, kind of like the vampire thing did for a while, you know, where it pops right. up in everything. Like mm-hmm. maybe it is still as prevalent. We're just seeing smaller pieces of audience served a very <clears throat> specific version of that thing. Does that make sense? It does. It does. I, I kind of, we, we've talked about this a little bit and I think I, I'm starting to, to feel more like, like for our event, I almost feel like if it wasn't zombies, it, it could, st- it could be something else. Right. And still be just as successful. Clowns. It'd be even scarier. Because, well, zombie clowns. I don't want zombie clowns. <laughs> it's because, because I think a big part of it is, you know, there, like I said, there are other zombie walks, there's other zombie crawls. Um, but the majority of the ones that I've seen, mm-hmm. they're more adult focused. Um, and so, you know, one of the things that we really push is it's family friendly. And so I've mm-hmm. got people that, again, this is our eighth year. So we've got people that, that have told me, oh, this is our family tradition. And so this is an opportunity for parents to come out with their kids and they can both dress up and, you know, kind of have fun as a family still. And I mean, I, that's, that was another, again, one of the other reasons why we do special events like this is because I've been to too many family friendly events that weren't really family friendly where, you know, the parents are sitting there and they're having a great time and the kids are like, dad, this is lame. When can we go home? Or vice or, versa. Or it's the yeah. other way around. The kids are having a great time and you're looking at your, your phone or your watch and going, oh my God, yeah. know, when can we get out of here? We took the kids out on a pirate ship. Of, not Aaron and I, I don't know why I pointed to him. My wife and I took the kids out on a pirate ship a few years ago and it was <laughs> a family friendly event. It was mm-hmm. like, we just stood there. I mean, the kids ran around and like got treasure out of the Gulf and <laughs> yeah, went payback. downstairs and mm-hmm. like got a pirate story and whatever. And you literally just stood there for like an hour and you're like, we're going to be back soon. There's yeah. an adult version of this, right? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Which there was like at night, then the ship would go out with a pirate or yeah. whatever. But <laughs> that sounds, well, but I mean, that's just a way to turn. <laughs> I think that it's, it's something to do. Who, who would have thought that people would go to a corn maze? I mean, or a county fair. I mean, it's one of those things that you can go by yourself and have fun, and they have these activities. You can go to a corn maze. Mm-hmm. You don't have to walk through the corn maze, and there's stuff to do, food to eat, things to do. It's a thing to go do that's different. Mm-hmm. You know, just like the treasure cave, like the Spanish treasure cave, yep. all those all types of things. Yeah. Right, all those things that are kind of not your typical, But even thinking know, about it, I think things to go to. Mm-hmm. I think it's experience-based. <clears throat> In talking about this, as I think through it, there's something that seems cool and visceral about like just dressing up and moving in a large crowd and kind of play acting this thing, right? But it's also very like, it's intimate in a way, right? Like it's people, I assume, closely kind of packed together. Oh, yeah. Moving and doing a thing (laughs) that you're all like enjoying this moment together. Very like that. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, man, maybe we should dress up and <laughs> go through the <laughs> yeah. through the crowd. No, it sounds really cool. Um, what is the like? Where does this go from here, though? Like, you, I mean, it almost seems like you're in a way going to outgrow the space you have, right? Like, yeah. what we, do you do then? I that's that's uh, <laughs> that's a it's a valid concern. I mean, it's something that, you know, last year we ran into it because where the, where the parade crosses in front of the basin park, Mm -hmm. um, is generally, you know, that's kind of like where if you have a band, that's where they stop and they perform. And, um, you know, that the melon light group that does the thriller workshop, they also do a flash mob now at the end of the parade. Mm -hmm. And so at the end of the parade, they stop right there. 
And uh, last year, you know, we there were so many people in front of the Basin Park that, I mean, we had maybe eight, eight rows deep of people, mm-hmm. you know, spilling off the mm-hmm. sidewalks to where towards the end of the parade, we couldn't get vehicles through. Right. And so, so yeah. So where does it go from here? And I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if, you know, is it going to be as big as last year, this year? Is it going to be bigger? Right. How do we handle that? Um, I'm not sure. You know, last year we, part, part of the, part of the challenge and the difficulty of the event is that it's, it's always been free. Mm -hmm. Okay. We don't ask people to pay anything to be in it or to watch, but what we've done is we've asked them to bring two cans of food. Right. For the food bank. And so, you know, it's for a good cause and everything. Yeah. But because of that, you know, it's like, how do you anticipate how many people are going to show up? Two cans of food for the food bank? Mm-hmm. If 13,000 people bring two cans of food, you're feeding Eureka for a year. It, yeah. if, if everybody... So Eureka, you guys don't have to buy groceries. Brought, it's the dirty secret of the... Right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll never go... How many home, Eureka yeah. Springs eats can a lot of canned really beans? Want to eat right, for the, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not really. So, I not, know it goes to National Food Bank. I well, guess. and I and I wish no. I, I wish everybody did right. bring cans of yeah. food. But but that's that's another challenge. Is that you know the official parade route starts at the library, mm-hmm. and it continu- continues down Spring Street, and it goes past the Basin Park, and I think we're, we're going to end it real close to where the trolley. There's a downtown trolley depot. Yep, and so that'll be where it ends. And so you know. Theoretically, if everyone that was in the crawl that dressed up as a zombie, if they all started off at the at the library and they all brought their cans of food like they're supposed to, then yeah, we the the food bank would probably be <laughs> closing. They'd be closing their doors to us. Probably <laughs> no like, more. Yeah, stop. We have twenty six thousand cans of we're good to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we don't oh need any more spaghettios. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, new potatoes. We're we're not quite there though right you know i mean people at this point they they don't come to the library to join in right they stand somewhere on the street and, and as the parade is, comes by they, they just, just jump join in, in and, mm-hmm. and they have fun with it and so you know this this year we were we were fortunate where the uh the capc which is our uh, a and p our you know tax uh promotional tax uh commission in town is actually helping us out this year this is the first time we've gotten them on board and so, uh, you know, they've already agreed they're going to pretty much take care of security for us mm-hmm. and uh, porta potties and trash cans and all these Sweet. all these other things mm-hmm. that we never really dealt with. I mean, right. we've had we've worked with local police every year, but until last year, we didn't really have this intense need for. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're running out of food in a restaurant, <clears throat> you are. Killing the bathroom lines, right? Oh, yeah. Like that, I mean, you've just oh, got geez. insane. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure no. people are trying to get in anywhere. Because the, the town's bathroom. not built yeah. to accommodate that publicly. You might uh-huh. have 10,000 bedrooms or right. whatever, but. Yeah, up on the highway. At yeah, the yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Like not yeah, there not where, where people them. actually. Yeah, that's. It's interesting to think about the logistics. And I think that's kind of a good. So, what would you do differently in planning an event? Now, eight years in, if you could go back to like year one, you and say, hey, here's some stuff you might want lined up before you get there. I well, looking at it now again, because I, you know, we didn't we never anticipated. Right. And being like this. You well, know, I don't it was think never the plan does. So, right? so but if like, I did, yeah. like, let's say I wanted to and I wanted to make it to where, you know, I could actually make some money on this thing to pay me for all the time that I put into it throughout t-shirts, the year. T-shirts, T-shirts. Yeah, <laughs> and we're doing some T-shirts this year. There we go. But um, we I have the perfect example. So this year, the Historical Museum is doing something they call, it's called a Witch's Escape. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it is a ladies only, like a girlfriend out 
night thing and they dress up as witches and they spend the day in Eureka Springs and they go to see a show and they get fed and there's vendors and there's this and there's that. And, um, and they plan the whole thing out with tickets. And so, you know, she, so she has a, a deadline. So she advertises her event and she says, this is the event. This is mm-hmm. what you get. This is how much it costs. You know, if you're going to buy tickets, buy them by this date. Uh, you know, if you want a t-shirt, it's this much. And, and right. so she set the whole thing up to where, you know, at that deadline date, she knows exactly what she needs for the event, you know, and she's got the money for it too. Yeah. Mm. And so she can go right out and, and she can buy what she needs and she's ready to go and, and then she's done, you know? And, and whereas with us, it's just, well, how many people do we have coming? Well, I have no idea. And yeah. we're trying to get people to sign up, but you know, how do you, how do you incentivize because that? Free, yeah. Because What's it's free. The, and I mean, yeah. you, know, you kind of tug on their heartstrings and say, you know, please help us tell us if you're coming <laughs> so that we make sure we have enough bathrooms for you. Right. Right. And things like that. So, so I was wondering something about that. Like, is there a, is there a, of roster? Is there a way to sign up? You know, cause a lot of times you can have something on, especially if it's a face group, Facebook group mm-hmm. where it's like X amount are interested, X amount are going mm-hmm. and you know, so many aren't right. And it's usually, you can't judge by that. Oh no, no period. Yeah. So it could either be more or you'd be hopeful. It's a third. Right. You know? So I was wondering if there was a sign up. that's yeah. Hmm. Well, what we did this year, we're trying something new. Um, we had tried online sign up several years mm-hmm. back and couldn't get anybody to do it. Uh, you know, just, I mean, I think we had maybe two dozen people and that was just like, that's it. And then we had, I think 600 show up, you know? So it was yep. like, okay, that's, that's no good. Uh, looking at our Facebook stats for last year, mm-hmm. I think at the end of the event, you know, as of the event day we had, I want to say 3000 said they were going and then like 20 something thousand interested. Yeah. You know, so, you which know, is the because you have all the people that never responded that were planning on coming the whole time. Well, and you have people who you know. Well, I'm coming and I'm bringing yeah. my family, right? Yeah, you know, who isn't on Times Facebook. Four, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it's it's very difficult to account for. Uh, this year, we do have we've created an event bright page, you know, just to try and get people to sign mm-hmm. up because typically what we do on the day of the crawl at the library where the parade starts, we have a sign in sheet. And we have a waiver, you know, that we try yeah. to get people to sign, which I know waivers are, they say, not worth the paper that they're on. But well, and if it's better than nobody's nothing. starting the library, yeah, at least you're trying to cover. At least I'm trying to do something <laughs> that, that lets them know what the rules are. I wonder if you right. could do something like, hey, if you sign up by this date, you get a 10% discount at the hotel. Like, work a deal with the hotels where, like, they would offer a room reduction, which would get, right? Like, something that would, like, incentivize people to. Right let that's, you know the they're trick. going to be there but it's also booking the hotels ahead of time mm-hmm. as well so it works on not both sides 45 right? minutes like, beforehand yeah, yeah but it's still not going to help you with all the driving people no, no it's not. even aaron and i were like well we'll just drive over there and you're like don't do that yeah already it's too late <laughs> we're gonna have to drive over there i'm going to motorcycle i'm gonna go as daryl <laughs> you'll be in good company <laughs> there's yeah. gonna be more daryl's Oh, I'm going to sure. be the chubby Daryl. Oh. <laughs> Wait, from like Newhart or? No. I've been watching because the there's several Everything of, is a reference to that. I was just saying. Them, right? I was a lot of Daryl's interview. <laughs> right. Yeah. Prepping for this interview. No, we had, um, the other thing we did last year that was different was we had, I think, eight parking lots along Highway 62 that allowed us to let people park there. Yeah. And then take the trolley into yeah. town which we'd never done that before and, and it worked great. The, uh, the trolley broke a record that day. 
they moved over 5,000 people, which for the trolley was Insane. at six bucks a head. Yeah, that's great. Holy, you know, so, yeah. So, yeah, so, so, you know, it worked out well for them. Um, but just at the end, if of- I live in this city, I adore you. Like, <laughs> it's like, take all my money. The trolley driver's like, yeah, I got pretty good money, but man, am I tired. Do you yeah. get amazing Christmas baskets delivered to your door? Because you should. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> uh, not from Aaron and I, we don't, we don't have any money. Okay. Uh, so yeah. That's right. Me either. <laughs> Spend it all on stickers. <laughs> yeah. And t-shirts. And t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, I've got some of those too. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. From previous right. events that didn't yeah, do anything. Yeah, exactly. We'll do some T-shirt swaps later. <laughs> you want to glow in the dark Star Wars yeah. convention shirt? You know, really? I mean, yeah, probably. Uh, no. Yeah, uh, sure. So, um, so yeah. In, in in the event planning, like obviously, somehow being able to better track the number of people coming because really that's the secret everybody wishes they until you get to Comic Con size, mm-hmm. right? Um, but are there any other things that you would do? Because there's there's people out there that are thinking about doing a thing, right? Like their own version of a comic convention. You and I talked a little bit about like a maker fair style thing or whatever. Um, but I think people are intimidated by the process. Like they don't even know where to start, right? You know, like who to talk to, where to go. What would your advice be for something like that? Just to start putting it together. Well, just to start putting it together. I mean, obviously you need volunteers, you need friends, you know, and I mean, you know, going on eight years, I know we've had some volunteer burnout, you know, and it's, it's difficult, you know, because it, you get people who, I think there's some that do it because they believe in the idea and then some do it because they're your friends and you don't want them to do it because, because they're your friends. You want them to do it because they believe yep, in it and they right. want to make it a, mm-hmm. a real thing. Um, so obviously, you know, you need to, you need to have people that, that can support you and boost you up. And, you know, my wife has been amazing with that. I mean, she kind of keeps me going and allows me to bounce ideas. And then, you know, I know for Eureka, I don't don't know what it would be like in a bigger city, but for Eureka, you know, it's, it's going out and talking to the retailers and, you know, all the merchants in town and trying to figure out how is this going to affect you? You know, what can I do to soften the blow if it's going to, you know, negatively impact you in some way? And, and then, uh, making alliances with, you know, city officials Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, just explaining to them what's happening and mm-hmm. trying to get them on bo- board early. Uh, we've got a um, our, our mayor's assistant, Kim Stryker, is incredible. I mean, she has helped me so much the last few years in just figuring out. She's kind of like you know that that person you can go to and you can say, "Here's what we're thinking," but I have no idea where to go from here. And you know, where do I start with this from a from a city point of view and, you know, kind of a legal, not legal, but, you know, it's not legal advice, right, but right. just what does the city require? Right. You know, what kind of department heads and, do I need yeah. to talk to to clear this through? Who's this going to affect? And and so she's she's just really, you know, like I said, she's she's been an incredible asset there. Um, you know, the other thing is, you know, like I said, we didn't get into this to make money. That was never the intention. And, and even now I'm I'm, I'm not, I don't consider myself a good businessman mm-hmm. I and mean, I'm just, I'm just somebody that likes to plan creative things right. and have fun with it. And, um, but that being said, and I hate to say this, but you know, think about money up front and you know, how can you incentivize this thing? Because if it does take off, it's going to take time mm-hmm. out of your day. And, you know, I mean this, this year, you know, typically when the zombie crawls over at the end of October, it's like, I breathe this big sigh of relief and we've got six months where I can do other things and make money and, you know, and, uh, and not have to think about it as much. You know, I mean, I, I could turn in my permit 
and then and then I'm done for a few months. Right. But as of this last one, I mean, it was I think the week after the You're mayor's office already. called me in and said, "Okay, let's have a, a post mortem." <laughs> was was the term <laughs> yeah, she used? Yeah. You know, and she said, "Let's talk about what worked and what didn't work." And uh, so, I mean, I, other than that, um, I don't know. I you know, I, I just I, I'm one of those guys that tries not to ruffle feathers when I can. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's it's just it's in most cases it's a matter of just being extremely open with people and, and honest and letting them know what's gonna happen. Yeah, what you have planned. Um, communication is key. You got to talk to people, and you know, but but even that's difficult because you know in Eureka, I mean, I can post something on Facebook, I can shoot out an email list, I can you know put it in the newspaper. I I mean I can I can talk on a podcast. I mean it, and yet I'll still have people that will be. Well, I didn't know anything about this. Mm-hmm. The and giant event from last year. Yep. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, is that Every what time, that was? Right. What was that? Well, I heard about it. It is amazing I, how much people can really block out large billboards directly in front of their faces. Yeah. They'll yeah. just miss it. See the zombies walking by going. I was going to say, I think one this? thing that uh, you you were talking about like having volunteers, but I think even being a volunteer for an event is a good place to start because you can see and just volunteer to do everything you can reasonably do and try to become a person like your person's right-hand man, right? Like if I can be next to you as much as possible and hearing and learning mm-hmm. and seeing, you know, pitfalls or the ways that you're solving problems yep. or whatever those things are, like that's going to better equip me when I go to do my own event later, Yeah, you know? So I think like just, and you may find out volunteering an event, maybe you don't want to run an event because well, there, there's that too where like the dream is there, but the mechanics of it aren't that much fun, right? Yeah. Like sometimes. Well, and there's 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 really so many different, you know, there's so many different jobs, if you will, yeah. to within an event. And I think that one of the, uh, I guess one of the strengths that we've had in our group of, of our, we kind of have this core group of volunteers. It's maybe, it's less than a dozen people, you know, but we can get together and, you know, we can talk about something that'll come up that needs to be done. And I think that if someone doesn't already know this about themselves, there's other people that can say, I think you would be really good at that. Right. You know, like, I mean, there's just certain people that they're just, they have this natural talent or ability to do something. And so a big part of it is finding that and not putting someone, you know, in a position where they're going to feel uncomfortable or bored with something or, you know, just like, why am I doing this? Right. You want to try and find specific, like I said, tasks that they're going to be good at, that they're going to enjoy. And, and really, you know, the, the best thing you can do is, is, you know, find something that they'll take ownership of so that they become a part of it. So they're not just this volunteer. I'm just helping, you know, helping these guys once a year with this, with this thing. It's, it's, uh, when they when they start taking ownership, then they 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 think through it with you, and then they're throwing out ideas. You know, well, what if we did this? And so you get some great ideas like that too. Yeah, think on this. Where do you? So, what's the official name of the event? Because I've seen a couple different things. I feel like. Well, okay. So, <laughs> the the parade itself, you know, we call that the Eureka Spring Zombie Crawl. Okay. Now, when we the very first year we did this, we had three days worth of activities. We had a uh, we had a zombie variety show. Interesting that we did, <laughs> uh, and we had the zombie crawl, and then we had a uh, dance of the dead party. You know, right, dance party. Right. And so it was three days. So at that time, we, we were calling kind of the the umbrella term for all of that was the Eureka Spring Zombie Invasion. And so those are really the two things that okay, we use. The two so things we'll, to look for. When we say invasion, it's more just kind of like. 
I guess it's it's kind of naming it as if it was a festival, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not. I mean, because really, it's getting to be a festival. It's almost. more than just a parade. Yeah. You know? So the crawl itself is just the parade, right? Whereas, gotcha. but but again, we kind of we do we're guilty of kind of interchanging those. Yeah, that's fine. At will, you know, they both de- sound depending really on good. which sounds creatively, you know, <laughs> yeah. better for the situation. Right. Um, okay. Aaron's going to start a sentence mm-hmm. and you finish it with whatever comes to mind. Uh-oh. Yeah. No uh-oh. No <laughs> wrong answers. Is this a lightning round or is this just Yeah, well, it's just, well, it's one for it's all one the all the all the money. Okay. <clears throat> I wish I could. Hmm. Uh wish I could. I wish I could have a permanent uh, offering of some sort of entertainment type thing. I mean, I, cause that's, that's one of the, the most thing, the most difficult things with this whole, this whole event is that everything hinges on that one day. Right. And it's an outdoor event mm-hmm. and, you know, knock on wood, you know, we haven't had rain or a snow day. Mm-hmm. And if you did, what happens? Because you just spent the entire year, planning this thing and you know and if you and if you know anything about it you know anybody who's planned an event knows if you try and do a rain day mm-hmm. good luck you yeah know, good luck getting half the people to come back on a rain day especially in a, in a town like eureka where a lot of these people are booking hotels yep. right they're taking vacation from work or you know mm-hmm. you can't yep. just say oh yeah we'll come back next weekend then try again and so so i think if if you know yeah that's that's what i would like is to take all this creative energy and someday do something that is more permanent. I don't know what that is. You know, I mean, a I, permanent event. I mean, I not necessarily a permanent event, but just something immersive, an immersive experience. Oh. Um, I'm a Disney fan, mm-hmm. so no. There's, so there's like that, that in the back yeah. of my head, you know, and that's that's kind of the penultimate thing, you know. So if I had like you know a hundred million dollars, then it might be a theme park. Switch two thing. cans of food for two dollars, yeah. and you'll start building your way up to right. that. Right. Yeah. Because at some point, the food bank can't take twenty six thousand cans. Oh, I know. Of well, there are multiple food banks too. So that's that's one of the things we've changed this year. Is we it looks multiple like we're probably going to be hitting. We're going to be supplying right. to to multiple surrounding locations. towns <laughs> at some point. Well, again, if if everybody that comes actually out did it actually yeah. brought mm-hmm. it, then that would be a great problem to have. Well, and that's well, a totally. Yeah. Everybody should do that. There's no reason not to spend one, oh, no. four dollars or three or two dollars probably oh, buying a, cans. Well, of, come on, you, know, I mean, like, you can go into a to a grocery store and they'll have a, a, a sale on cans of yeah of peas for fifty cents. Yeah, yeah. if that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, it's not. I think that's such an easy ask. We're There's not no asking reason not to participate no, in that. No. Yeah, for sure. So, and I don't know. You know, I don't know why why that doesn't happen. You know, some of the time it could be maybe they don't know about it. Maybe they just. Maybe they're just there. They get caught up in the yeah. event and not mm-hmm. reading all the details. I, I, I mean, didn't. I've, yeah. I've done. I didn't know about it until oh, yeah, I was like, one point. "What'd you bring?" And I'm like, oh, "Me? Right? <laughs> I, yeah. What?" And that's and that's yeah. another. You just, that's that's a huge challenge. Is how do you get people to read uh-huh. the details of something? Yeah. You know, I mean, and you can put it out there everywhere you want. You can have this wonderful, frequently asked questions with mm-hmm. you know collapsing responsive web you know website and it doesn't matter maybe just post a video bring canned right. goods yeah we, and we, we do, do that i mean that's mm-hmm. you know you, we, yeah. we post videos we post uh 
I've got I've got pictures of canned brains, you know, that I'll post to, to try and just just to kind of you know oh, give you something to jog your memory. Video and, of zombies coming after something and they just fall on a giant thing of canned something. Uh, videos stop people or just zombies trying They'll to get inside. Canned. Yeah, ooh, there <laughs> yeah. you go. Yeah, these yeah, There's canned foods don't do zombies good. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you can though. <laughs> Oh man, can. we can't thank you enough for coming and hanging yeah, out with thanks, us. Well, thanks, guys. And, yeah, yeah appreciate this, the, this hour went by really, really fast. Holy and cow! I we, can't believe it's already been an hour. Exposure. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you know, this has yet to uh, air. <laughs> value that as you will. Well, I've got, um, I've got coins now. <laughs> <laughs> you still haven't gotten out of the house. That's true. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, but thanks for coming. And thanks, yeah. guys. Thank you very much. Can't wait to go. Look What I Did is produced by Aaron Dotson and Daniel Quinn. Sound designed by Daniel Quinn. Our digital director is Heather Kelly.